want you to open your Bibles tonight to Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and the 6th verse. Uh, Luke chapter 6, 38 in the NLT version. Acts chapter 20, 35, we have a few scriptures tonight. And 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 7. Uh, uh, I will read it in the Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 6. It says, in the morning sow your seed, and in the evening do not withhold your hand. For you do not know which will prosper, either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's listen to Luke chapter 6, 38 in the NLT version. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. For the same measure that you use, it shall be measured back to you. Another word tonight, Acts chapter 20 and the 35th verse tonight. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this, that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Open your mouth and say, it's more blessed, it's more blessed to, give to give than to receive. Than to receive. Amen. Powerful. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and the first to seven verses. Hallelujah. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing, imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering of, to the saints. And not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. So we urged Titus that as he had begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. But as you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence and in your love for us, See that you abound in this grace also. See that you will abound in this grace also. Tonight I want to share a word that pastor spoke uh, a couple of weeks back on the grace of giving. There is nothing more powerful than the grace to give. As a matter of fact, uh, I have understood that this one uh, principle that people who are close to Jesus are givers. This is a month of closeness. Why? Because God so loved the world, He gave. Hallelujah. When you're close to God, you give. He gave the best. Hallelujah. Oh, the Bible says, uh, Hallelujah. Jesus came to, Hallelujah, lay His life down for His sheep. He came to give His life, to lay down His life. Hallelujah. When you look to Jesus as shepherd, when you're so close to Him, Giving becomes a natural phenomenon. Be- giving becomes a natural DNA for a child of God. That's what we want to look into you tonight. You know, we have been look- going through many, many uh, grace talks on 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 the last two or three or four months. Hallelujah! But the most one of the most important thing that should come out of it is that those grace shall abound in this also, in your giving also. Especially as you're starting a financial month, 
then you especially believing of financial breakthroughs it is so important that you understand not in your head not in your notebook but understand the lifestyle of a giver praise the lord tonight i pray and i open the door of the whole working of the holy spirit to bless, to retake you into the lifestyle of a giver hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord as god wants you to excel in the grace of giving hallelujah in the book of ecclesiastes chapter 11 success so your seed in the morning because that's you know give because when you get up in the morning there's a direction for your money hallelujah when you get up in the morning you are giving a direction you are telling the money hallelujah praise the lord uh, when you are releasing when you are sowing you are telling the money that your money is not going to be dormant your money will not fall into wrong hands your money will not be attacked by the devil because anybody who sows according to god's word the money has years hallelujah it will go in the direction hallelujah of the word of god hallelujah come on that is why hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord uh, money is not the root of all evil love of money is the root of all evil it depends upon whose hands god is placing that money into hallelujah if it is in the hands of the sower hallelujah you have a legal authority to tell the money in the name of jesus hallelujah it should only bring forth the harvest of god over my life hallelujah i will only reap good things in my life oh i'm a cheerful giver oh I'm not a sad giver. I'm not a compulsive giver. The moment uh, uh, people hear about the grace of giving, immediately the mindset will be, oh, pastor wants us money to give money. Definitely. Otherwise, why should I share? Definitely. But, but for your benefit, not for my benefit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So it's the Bible says, because giving, uh, that giving the direction every day morning. Hallelujah. It says, withhold not your seed in the morning or in the evening for we do not know which one will prosper so if you are a serious giver you will prosper that's bible when one in the morning or in the evening both alike both will bring forth harvest in other words it's speaking about a culture couple of weeks back spoke about what is the culture that you want impart the next generation not a culture of always receiving receiving but god said in 2 peter 1 peter chapter 3 verse 9 you're blessed to be a blessing hallelujah god blesses you so that you'll be givers to others hallelujah not to be self-centered not to be selfish hallelujah god wants us to be having a lifestyle of jesus the lifestyle of jesus is what will lifestyle of a believer most of us are in a dysfunctional life it's because we are not following the author and the perfecter of our faith come on hallelujah if you are following jesus you will have jesus results so any area of your life you're not getting jesus results that means our lifestyle is contrary come on hallelujah to what jesus has taught us so we have to hallelujah enforce this grace into our lifestyle and then you will see supernatural results like jesus got money from the fish's mouth come on hallelujah there are supernatural results in your finances glory to god hallelujah look at some people say pastor when i get money i will do it i remember kenneth copeland's wife gloria copeland um, i mean both of them together the body of christ together with all roberts of 
taught us so 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 seeds on sowing and reaping she said unless something leave your hands don't expect to come back and seed has to leave back there was a time i said lord if i if i had so much of seed i would have sown what i had with me but he said the kind of money that or finances or breakthroughs that you expect to get you should first let go hallelujah and i understood that without the grace of god i cannot do it i was not able to let go hallelujah especially in a crisis without the grace of god and that's what you see here in the people of macedonia in the times of the affliction and in the times of deep need the bible says hallelujah the grace of god hallelujah made them more liberal oh come on hallelujah they said hallelujah doesn't matter what we have much or more but we are not going to compromise on our jesus culture come on hallelujah let the month of may be a one of jesus culture over your life how uh, jesus culture was coming the storm jesus culture was getting to the other side jesus culture was healing the sick and jesus culture was giving to the one who is in need come on If you want the culture tonight lift your hands and give him praise and glory oh rabatala batan and he also victory by the blood of jesus we give you praise we give you glory hallelujah whatever be your life pattern hallelujah praise god should be the culture that god wants to give you god wants you to have and the grace of giving is a part of it hallelujah when you give constantly hallelujah praise god there is some meaning to the principle of receiving the principle of receiving loses its meaning and impact if you are only receiving and not giving out hallelujah anything hoarded in your life will become evil demonic and of no use useless hallelujah it should have a vision come on you should have a vision statement for your money tonight in the name of the lord we give you praise and then see what the lord will trust you with much hallelujah glory to god hallelujah praise we need the trust of god it's not the money that we need we need god to trust us with money hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah Amen because Luke 11 11 I think it says if I cannot trust you with earthly mammon how will I entrust you with heavenly riches Oh hallelujah So the more you receive the more generous you should become it's a culture it's the lifestyle Two Corinthians is speak speaking about money where Paul is writing to the church on different areas of life they had many problems in 1 Corinthians uh, 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 1 he speaks about the anointing 1 Corinthians 2 he speaks about the mysteries of the holy spirit uh, that is revealed to the saints on 3 he says there's division i cannot speak to you uh, because you are babes 1 uh, Corinthians 4 he speak about church as a building he is uh, importance of church being built together 1 Corinthians 5 and 6 he says about not allowing immoral lifestyle especially believers in the church calling themselves believer and sitting in immorality without repentance 1 Corinthians 6 he saying see don't you know that you are the body of the temple of the holy spirit speak about holiness 1 Corinthians 7 it goes on hallelujah uh, on marriage uh, on giving it goes on on eating foods hallelujah on the temple and 10th t- chapter is going to the old testament speaking about baptism in 1 Corinthians 11 it speaks of breaking of bread hallelujah 1 Corinthians uh, uh, 12 and 13 he speak about love 
So in the midst of all that, he's coming and uh, engaging with the church, giving a teaching on each subject that there were, there were battles, there were, there, were, there were questions. So he's explaining from the word of God, from the spirit of God. Hallelujah. It's most of the most, hallelujah, impactful because it's a gifted church. When you're more gifted, the more the attacks come. Hallelujah. Korean church, when you look from the outside, I mean, there is nothing that you can boast about because these guys were believers and yet uh, some of them were living in immorality. So Paul had to say, don't you know you're redeemed? So, you know, but in the midst of all that, he's teaching now and he comes back to 2 Corinthians 8 and said, don't you know? 8, 9 says, he became poor that we shall be become rich. And 2 Corinthians 9, 8 speaks about giving. So, the entire two, three chapters, it's speaking about the importance of money. So when he says that he became poor, that he shall become rich, it's not speaking about spiritual poverty, it's speaking about material poverty. That Jesus became materially poor, that you shall become materially rich. I mean, if people who does not like giving, you know, they can call it prosperity gospel. God bless you brother, God bless you sister But when you understand the Bible That's not what it is Be good students of the word of God Dividing the word of God correctly Hallelujah The 9-8 speaks about When you put the numbers It speaks about the grace of giving Hallelujah Let's read that 8-9 Is it correct? 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. Whatever it is, just read it. For, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. No, it's correctly, yeah. That though he was rich, ah, yet yeah. for your sakes. And why he you became, say it's wrong? It's correctly, yeah. He became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Yeah. Through his poverty, become rich. Speaking about material prosperity, he doesn't want the church, his church that has been bought through the blood of Jesus Christ, to be materially poor. Definitely, we know seek the kingdom first, not seek money first, seek kingdom first, and all these things shall be added unto you. But that does not prove that God does not want to bless you with money. Joseph Arimathea, though he was a rich, the Bible says he was a disciple of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then when you read 2 Corinthians 9 and the 8 uh, verses, God is able to make you all grace abound toward you. That you will have all sufficiency and abound in every good work. Very easy to remember. 8, 9, 9, 8. Everybody say 8, 9, 9, 8. Hallelujah. It's, it's a good pass, password. <laughs> Praise God. Don't tell anyone. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Will you tell anyone? No. Yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So giving is for your uplifting. Hallelujah. It's your culture. But it is not uh, only on the aspect of money. Giving is itself is a lifestyle. It's only not limited to the aspect of sowing money. You have to sow your entire life. 
Bible says, by the mercies of God, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So your entire life is one of sacrifice, one of giving. When you receive from the Lord, you are expected to give. Because you can't give anything which Jesus has not already given you. In Acts chapter 6, the Bible says, we will give ourselves continuously to the ministry of prayer and to the word. So they had to give themselves to the ministry of prayer and to the word. What is the grace of giving in prayer? It's not praying for yourself. It's praying for somebody else. It's not fasting for yourself or your family. I I mean, you have to do all that. But giving, it's apart from you. It's for somebody else. I pray that kind of a burden, that kind of a grace to pray for somebody else will rise within us tonight. When you pray for somebody else, according to the uh, witness of God's word, when God, uh, Abraham prayed for Abimelech and his family to open their womb, when he prayed for an unbeliever, God heard his prayer that was blocked for 25 years happened over one chapter come on your chapters will change your life will change your climate will change when you are praying for somebody else oh hallelujah glory to God blessed be the name of Jesus so there is a grace of the seed of giving in prayer sometimes when a person you don't know maybe for your neighbor Maybe for somebody in your workplace, maybe somebody that you see in the church, they might not even know that you're doing it, but you are feeling a burden, you are doing it. Maybe somebody that you travel in a plane or in a bus, hallelujah, just to give out a prayer for them, just to see them through, hallelujah. You will receive a reward from God because you're becoming God's representative you're becoming God himself on earth you are partaking you are representing the ministry of the priest the ministry of intercession that is happening in heaven on earth hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord that's how the self-centeredness spirit be broken hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah sometimes nobody will know that you're doing it hallelujah Bible says, he who doesn't work should not eat. You need to work. Hallelujah. God wants his church to work. If you want to see harvest of souls, immeasurable grace and anointing, he wants us to work. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Spiritually work. Physically work. So that we will be spiritually loaded. Emotionally loaded. Financially loaded. And we are positioned to give. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. I mean, sometimes I see people struggle to, I say, church, please give a hug to each body. Struggle, they want to give, but their hands are not moving. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I remember, uh, Years back, you know, I started exercising because in my early 30s, I saw somebody hitting a ball, you know, while I was fielding. I wanted to catch the ball. By the time I reached there, the ball already, it was a boundary. So I understood that I'm not physically fit. I need to physically become strong to respond to that situation. When you want to respond emotionally to some situation, you need to be physically fit, emotionally fit, 
financially fit otherwise you want to respond but you can't respond tonight i pray that there will be a biblical fitness come on hallelujah glory to god there's a whole spiritual gym tonight to make you strong hallelujah in the area of giving and every person who is in the lifestyle get ready for your supernatural harvest in the blood name of jesus we give you praise we give you glory when you give you honor lord hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus first you need to learn to give up vertical not only to god but people who are ahead of you people who are placed above you it might be your parents it might be a bishop your pastor your 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 apostle people who you have kept above you you have to first learn to give it to them vertical then learn to give horizontally people around you bible says honor all men not only honor the king honor all men blessed be the name of jesus so when you see a vision or a grace operating in somebody you want to bless them but you learn to give down also there is always somebody who is greater than you in a greater need that you have learn to how to participate in releasing a financial need to them that's what we call a helping hand you want to help somebody to come up in life there is somebody who is worse off than you hallelujah hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord then you learn to give to honor a culture of honor jesus culture was one of honor he did supernatural things i see people sometimes i pray fast stand the gap love much doesn't receive anything because they don't honor and value it it's there in their head it's not there in the heart it's not there in their actions hallelujah oh that's where the word honorarium come from it's giving it's just that i honor if you honor your parents you give them it's not the amount that matter it's the attitude it determines your altitude oh lift your hands and say lord give me a spirit of honor give me a spirit of honor lord hallelujah help me to honor people who are above you and near me wherever lord hallelujah i need to honor people lord i release my life my family my generation from the spirit of dishonor let our church never be a carrier spirit of dishonor in jesus name amen Oh we give you praise. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 14 and the 20th verse let's listen to that. And blessed be the most high God which has delivered thine enemies into thy hand and he gave them tithes of all. Abraham said unto Melchizedek Melchi means king Sedek order of the kings the highest order Melchizedek the king of Salem the king of peace the highest he gave to him higher up So you need to give to people who are higher up. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor was saying, you know, one of the people who instrumental teaching him was all Roberts. Reading one of his books, one of his testimonies, he says all Roberts, there was a time in his life he had only $55 and he had a family to feed. He had a he was ministering and uh, once he was sitting in a meeting and another man of God was preaching and said, "Give your best seat to God." 
so he looked at that $55 and said this is what I have kept for to feed my family my wife my children but because he heard something stirred up inside he put that $55 into that meeting and he thought now if my wife uh, is going to ask you know if I'm going to ask my wife about it she's going to say no so anyway he did it in faith when, when he came back home you know a wife said you know let's buy grocery today's food and he said I give this week's salary to the church she said what <laughs> and immediately he heard another person knocking at the door when he came there was a farmer who is ne- uh, 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 living uh, very close to him he said the Lord told me to give you this this is my seed hallelujah he was also in the same meeting so he said God asked me to give you the seed hallelujah he looked at it he, he looked at it it was hundred dollar but underneath there were five more hundred dollars it was six hundred dollars and he said that is your seed but this is my harvest hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord we give you praise we give you glory for somebody it's a time to sow for somebody who's sown it's the time for your harvest oh we give you praise oh Rabala Satoria Satara oh Rabala God is a God of harvest hallelujah lift your hands and give him praise and glory may God fill you hallelujah release your harvest tonight in the name of the Lord, we command that empty to leave your life. May there be supernatural harvest over your life and your family. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So from that he understood the principle of sowing and reaping. And that became a culture in the early Pentecostal movement. Hallelujah. But before the Pentecostal moment, it was there in the Genesis moment. In 8 and the 22nd verse of Genesis, there's a law in scripture. While the earth remains, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, seed time and, and harvest, cold, cold and, and heat, winter heat, yeah, winter and summer, yeah. and day and night shall not cease, shall not cease. It didn't say seed time and harvest time. In the time of seeding, in the time to sow the seed, if you see it, harvest is sure. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's why it doesn't write seed time and harvest time. If you've sown the seed, harvest is sure. The time of harvest will come. Hallelujah. You know, we have heard about uh, different laws. I'm saying. Hallelujah. There is a time for harvest. What I'm trying to say is harvest is sure. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But if you have not sown seed in the seed time, then there is no harvest time. There is no harvest. Hallelujah. But if you have sown the seed in the seed time, harvest is sure. Open your mouth and say, harvest is sure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There are different laws in the Bible. But there is different laws that we have heard. In economics, the law of diminishing returns. Many of you have learned the law of diminishing returns. Hallelujah. Have you learned that law? Hallelujah. It's an economic principle stating that as investment in a particular area increases the rate of profit from that investment, investment after a certain point cannot continue to increase if other variables remain as constant. Do you understand anything? (laughs) Hallelujah. 
It means, for example, if a factory employ workers to manufacture its product, at some point the company will reach an optimum level. After that, the level will not increase unless additional uh, ingredients or activities are added to it. Hallelujah. Amen. To increase beyond that optimum level, additional workers need to be added to it. In the same way, you know, it, it, it is like when a person drinks, he takes one peg and gets high. Next time, he has to take two pegs. Next time, three pegs to, to go beyond that optimum level. After that, peg doesn't give him a kick. So he has to add some other effect. Then a bottle, you know, then the snake has, finally the snake has to release his poison on his tongue to get high. I don't know whether you've heard, ever heard about it. Hallelujah. It's called snake bite. Hallelujah. Now in spiritual life, when you serve the Lord, Smith said, if you're on the same spiritual level for more than two days, you're backslidden. In that sense, all of us are backslidden. But there's a principle there. If you want to have the same experiences with God, and beyond you have to increase your time in prayer and worship and word otherwise you will sit with that normal experiences once 10 years back you had you don't have anything else to show hallelujah you have reached a level you have to go beyond that level you have to increase in prayer increase in word increase in speaking do something you have to add increase in honor increase in giving not enough Doing one for 20 years or 20 minutes of prayer, something is wrong. Some people's fasting is in the morning, no food, but afternoon, chicken, evening, fish. That's not fasting in the Bible. There is wedge fast. Hallelujah. Same with your giving. People who are in the ministry, you know, in the beginning when you stand there and, uh, you know, give, God gives you a good testimony, uh, you're happy. But later on, next time you get an opportunity, you have the same testimony. Hallelujah. The more you are in the ministry, the more you have to give in fasting, in prayer, in praying in tongues, in giving. Not condemning you today, not belittling you today. But God gives you the grace to be a giver. To give you more of your time, more of your time, more of your time. Oh, everything that is holding your time, be broken. Everything that is tied your hands and, 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 and directed uh, 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 into wrong places. Uh, may God brings you, uh, 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 may cast your cares upon the Lord and, 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 and you give yourself to pray. Hallelujah. Pray. So many people I feel they're tied up with responsibilities, cares that you're not able to lift your hands to the Lord. But first you have to cast your cares upon the Lord, knowing that He cares for you. That's a foundation. And then God, uh, uh, when you strengthen, when you spend time in the presence of God, God will fill you, fill you, fill you, fill you. And then you will become a giver. Hallelujah. May Martha invited Jesus, then she became service oriented. 
no more spending time with the Lord. Some of us invited Jesus long time back. Then we are doing so many things for church. This, that, this, that, this, that. No time spending in the presence of God. But Mary sat and says, you have done better. So it is better in the month of closeness. Spending time in the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah, that's much better. Serving should come out of that. Then there is the law of dynamic symmetry. It's a, it's a great law, but you cannot, you know. Uh, but the most, put it most simple, not in theoretical terms. It is like every minute, it is said that it produces about 26 waves in, in, inside the sea. Whether it's high wind or gale or hurricane, low wind, waves keep coming. There's a symmetry to it. It just keep coming. In the same way in faith, if you've released your faith in God for something, you have seen God working. So the next time when you want to see something greater, you can trust the Lord in a greater way. Because you know there is a symmetry in the way God tests things. There's, there's a, there is a shape. Hallelujah. God, God, God will not change. He keeps doing what He is best at. Amen. Hallelujah. His shape is not going to change. His mind is going to change. There is a symmetry towards what He does. So you are able to give uh, trust the Lord more. I mean, many people are missing out there. You have seen the Lord doing something, but that's it. It's a symmetry. You have to trust the Lord to do bigger things. I pray this month that God, hallelujah, in the financial month, God will help you to do something big for the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Pastor said when he started a ministry, there were small uh, needs, hallelujah, to travel for a ministry, travel for a mission trip. Then, 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 then he said to sow money, reap small amounts, he would sow small amounts would come. But those years taught him that, okay, if I want to do something big, I'll do big amounts and God will bring forth the harvest. Hallelujah. So because there's a symmetry, there's a way God, there's things, there's a shape. Hallelujah. God has not changed. Look at somebody and say, God has not changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Same principle will be proved time and again. Hallelujah. Oh, that God is true to his word. Amen. He will provide you once. He will provide you again. Hallelujah. Just have to activate that law. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's in the opposite way also. People who borrow money in a negative manner, they'll keep borrowing money. They don't know to differentiate between their expenditure and what they get and what they spent. At the end of the month, it's empty. To the point that they're taking loan from one loan, closing another loan, taking another loan, closing another loan, taking in wife's name, taking children's name, closing, taking. Yesterday, by Delhi Capitals in IPL, you know, one of the commentators was saying, you know, they've learned to lose. Even the game that they would have won yesterday, they almost lost it. They said, that has become a habit. Some of us, it's become a habit. Although we don't need to borrow, it's become a habit to borrow money. Hallelujah. Tonight, every negative symmetry be broken in your life in the name. 
Hallelujah. I pray in the Holy Spirit tonight. Every negative symmetry to be broken in the name of Jesus. Every symmetry broken in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's easy to take a loan and then close a loan, then take another loan. It's a negative habit. Some people lying. It's a negative habit. For them, everything they have to lie. Even things that they can speak the truth, they have to lie. They have to make, it's a spirit of insecure, they make them look bigger than actually who they are. So they keep lying. May spirit of lies be broken tonight in the name of the Lord. Every negative behaviors in the financial, every negative symmetry, negative lines in your finances, in your life, in your character, be broken in the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to alter a bad plan or a bad pattern by putting a new one. Not just breaking it, but putting a biblical one. Start sowing seeds. Pastor said, God told him to never take a loan. Some of you, it's not about taking a loan. I will say, never take a loan that you think even for one person that you cannot return. Hallelujah. It's not everybody, you know, certain people have a specific word. But my principle is, I don't want to take a loan that I think that I can never. And if you have a serial offender of paying, not paying loans, taking from other people, never take a loan to break that spirit. Hallelujah. Some people have billions of dollars, they have no pressure. Hallelujah. The only pressure is to, if I ask $10 to give, oh my God, so such a stress out of millions of dollars to give $10, you know, that's their stress. But there are people, you know, in America, there are people like that. Any, anything speaking, that's why there's so much of talks on giving in America, you know, because people have loaded and people can't give $10. But here, if you ask somebody, to give ten dollars and the other way around because they don't have it. Also, so much of stress. So when 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 you people hear such a kind of talk, oh my God, so much of stress listening to this talk. So you get into that negative mindset of I don't want anything to do with money. Have you heard? About, I don't want anything to do with money. Then you go and ask people. Come on, break those patterns. Get a new pattern. Sow the seeds. Don't deceive yourself. Work hard. Get more money. Sow more money. God gives sow to the sower. If you are a sower, He gives you more seed. And then see the harvest of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Otherwise, if you have a broke person, eventually it will uh, emotionally drain you out. It will physically drain you out. So, Broke is nothing spiritual about it. 
Then it's called the law of motion, Newton's law, third law. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Physicists say that even a butterfly in the Amazon, the great uh, Amazon rainforest, when it flutters its wings, its effect can happen even to the city of Chicago. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. When you, when you fire a rifle, there is a kickback. If you, if you have ever used a rifle. That's what it says in Galatians 6, 7 and 10. 7 to 10, please read it. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatso- whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. And as, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let us do good unto all men, especially the people in the household of faith. Your spiritual sisters and brothers has a, a higher uh, value in the kingdom of God. That's why it says, especially unto those who are in the house of faith, because they are your members. I'm saying. So it says, when you sow whether to be the flesh, there are consequences. There is a reaction. You don't get away with anything. None of us from this planet are going to take everything that we own and go. We're going to go from here. But nothing. Hallelujah. None of us are, you know, if Jesus tarries, one day all of us will die. Hallelujah. We pray that we will live for another 500 years, but. <laughs> but everything that you do here on earth, what is the Bible is saying? You cannot deceive God. Whatever you sow, you reap. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether it's of the flesh or of the spirit. And 6 to 10 says, 9 10 says, And let us not be veering in well doing. For in due season we shall reap if we fail not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us good unto all men, especially into the household of faith. In doing well, everybody's saying doing well. Doing well. In the book of Genesis, it says, Sin is lurking at your door. It's eyes on you, but to do well. This is telling Cain, God is telling Cain, sin is working at the door. That's what we want, the grace of God. Hallelujah. Even if you have fallen, some of us have the grace to overcome the temptation. Even if you have fallen, ask the grace of God to get out of that fall effect into a positive effect, into a faith effect. That's what grace do. It takes you into a faith mode. A faith mode. Because sin is always lurking at the door. And we want to do well. I pray that starting from this financial man, you'll do well in your business, in your relational life, in your spiritual life, in your married life. Whatever God has called you to be, you will do well. Hallelujah. Even if you're cooking, cook well. (laughs) Then people will come to your restaurant, to your home. Hallelujah. Even if you are airline, you know, they'll make sure that they're taken care of you. Otherwise, you'll not fly in the next airline. 
there are people who will habitually call people and expect a blessing even in the spiritual field they don't know how to give those kind of negative cycles be broken in the name of the lord those attitudes to be broken in the name of jesus hallelujah one of the things that stops you from giving is fear the one who had the one talent he could not give because he said i was afraid of you oh hallelujah somebody who's not talented anointed one size of the lord now why are you not serving fear they're thinking all the devils in hell will come and attack you if they lay hands on somebody who has caught cancer cancer is going to come upon you come on you are a superior quality you are carrying the power of the holy ghost within you cancer cannot come next to you come on in the name of jesus oh put your hands together so i'm a superior quality of the genes of god i'm god if the scripture has come i am a god dna sickness cannot touch the healer i am a healer i'm a savior because jesus is living inside of me every sickness on your body or your mind be broken in the name of jesus hallelujah when you speak about give you have to go deal with people you know there are people who are unwilling or unable they call the incredulous people they are unwilling and unable especially when you encourage so seeds lavish their love to people so seeds of love not only finances but just to be good to somebody to lift somebody up to be patient with people we can't they are unwilling i can't pastor never say that because if you want to raise your own children you will have to be patient the next generation you need patience say i'm patient with her <laughs> Hallelujah. A man who takes and never gives is a parasite. Look at two people and say don't be a parasite. Don't be a para. Don't be a para. <laughs> say don't be a para. As a manglish. <laughs> Hallelujah. A man who think that he'll get money quickly is always something is wrong somewhere. anything that god wants to do will begins normally small and then grow small seeds big seeds small harvest big harvest you have to recognize what is your every time i know that this money that i have it's not enough for my harvest i know it's a money to sow hallelujah there's nothing called quick money in the kingdom of god He's planted by the river. The Bible says, "Shall bear fruit." It's growth. And the sole reason why God wants you to prosper is to be a giver in the kingdom of God. Blessed. God was in a blessed place. Why? He was a giver. Blessed to give, than to receive. He wants us to come to that blessed place. So be so full. You want to be in that blessed place to give. Say, I want to be in the blessed place. blessed place blessed. that is the best place Amen. look at a couple of scripture 1 timothy 6:17 to 18 the nlt version 
Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. God gives us all for what? He wants us to enjoyment. But he goes on to say, Tell them to use their money to do good. Ah. They should be rich in good works ah. and generous to those in need, ah. always being ready to share with others. Oh, that we didn't like it, isn't it? The first one was good, Pastor. God had a point there. Why? We shall share with others. The reason God gives you money and riches is to be generous. Giving is loving. Mm. Say, giving is loving. Giving is loving. God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. God did not send a postcard saying, I love you. God sent His own Son. Today, many people, today's people don't even send a postcard. <laughs> 1 John 3.18 says My little children Let us not love in word or tongue But indeed Indeed and in truth Love should not be in Word Or in tongue It should not be in Word And indeed And in truth Why should you give you should try it. Giving will make you happy. Maybe your time, your kind words, might be a hug. Hallelujah. Or speaking out for somebody else. Hallelujah. When you get back, Hallelujah. And when you go, you feel a joy in that coming from within. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. After giving and you come back and sit in your home, you'll feel, oh my God, I don't know what the joy that I'm feeling. You have the same joy that is spoke, spoken in Hebrews chapter 12. It says, for the joy that was set before me, he endured the cross. It's the joy that you feel. It's the joy that you feel. Hallelujah. I, I endured for somebody. I spoke out. I sacrificed. But there is a joy. Hallelujah. Come on. A joy that is going to be God's and joy into your future. Oh, Rabbataba, Rabbasato. Help us, Lord, tonight. Oh, to walk in that joy in Jesus' name. Look at 1 Chronicles chapter 29, 9 to 11. Then the people rejoiced for that they offered willingly because the perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David, the king, also rejoiced with great joy. Amen. Can I have some water, please? Hallelujah. It says, people rejoiced for they offered willingly because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David, the king also rejoiced with great joy. See, they offered willingly. They rejoiced and David was so amazed by their joy and said, Lord, what do we have? Riches, honor, wealth, greatness comes from you. You have to read that entire chapter. What do we have that you did not give? We thank you, Lord. When you are giving back to the Lord, you say, Lord, I thank you for all that you have given me. We thank you, Lord, that you have given me and chosen me an opportunity to give you back. What can I render to the benefits that God has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation. I remember Lord has saved me. He gave me. He delivered me. I lift it up to return back with the cup that is full. 
when you have really come from god you will be able to really give to god but if, people who think you know people there are two groups of people one group of people whatever they have they know it's not their hard work their connection it knows that if god takes away the grace they are absolutely nothing back to where they started there are people like that they live a life of giving and thanksgiving thanksgiving it's to give the thankful heart not only to god for the people who stood with them prayed with them counseled them in their darkest of season darkest of my because they know and there are another group of people oh i didn't sleep for 4 hours i 5 hours it's my hard work it's mine i've seen these kind of people diminish over a period of time because it's their intelligence so in the giving also they're very stingy hallelujah they cannot give it to anybody they have a oh, oh, calculation for everything but when this is god who gave me strength god who gave me the idea god who gave me the open door god who gave me the energy god who gave me the talent god who gave me that blessing god who gave me that job that business never forget i don't want to name him but you might know one of the greatest businessman of india tycoon who started a big project before that project would come into fruitation he died hallelujah glory to god don't be so proud to the very existence is in the hands of god hallelujah if your hands is the lord help me to be a giver because with great wealth comes responsible great responsibility hallelujah with great wealth comes great responsibility it's not spider man's uncle telling him it's in the word <laughs> the happiest countries are giving countries generous nations in google you will be amazed to see there is my uh, myanmar burma kenya apart from the european nations burma indonesia Sadly, India is 114th, and that too is I don't know whether you know. Ha. Hallelujah! But let's forget about India. What about you? Ask the Lord to make you a giver. God in the give God, beginning. Look at this heart. He placed Adam and give God. God already given unlimited supply of fruits, vegetables, four rivers. Abraham was a giver. He gave to the highest, Melchizedek. We already read it from Hebrews seven and one and two. For Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. To whom also, to whom also, Abraham gave a tenth of all. First, being my interpretation, king of righteousness. After that, also king of Salem, who is the king of peace. Old Testament, the shadow of Jesus. Also a principle. Somebody who is higher than him, he gave. Higher ups, Isaac was a giver. He sowed in the time of famine, and he reaped a hundredfold. That's my story. I think I've given during Corona seasons more than ever given. Hallelujah! And I had the greatest harvest of my life after Corona season. Hallelujah! 
Jacob was a giver. His generation was blessed. Joseph visionary, the dreamer. Dreamers are givers. He gave it to even his brothers who hurt him. Oh, it's easy to give to people who love you because they gave you biryani. You can give them a, 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 a paratha. But look at Joseph. He was a dreamer. He had a vision. He gave it to the people who put him in the pit. Because it was about a generational life. Generational vision. He made friends out of enemies because of his giving. Hallelujah. He gave it to even his grandchildren. Ephraim and Manasseh. Hallelujah. That's Jacob. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jacob, grandfather gave, then father gave. It's all that, that's following from one generation to other, that giving nature. Elijah was a giver. He was willing to give his double portion of his anointing to somebody else. He was a giver. Elijah was a giver. When God called him, he was uh, with uh, uh, Elijah put his mantle upon he was plowing 12 pairs of oxen those days if you are poor you have a dove for sacrifice somebody who was an oxen was a rich person he sacrificed it and followed Elijah no wonder he got double portion he was a giver David at this time he made sure that he had enough resources for Solomon also for to give a good man leave his inheritance for children's children hallelujah my dad did that for me. My spiritual father did that for me. Hallelujah. It's a good people. Are you with me, church, tonight? Solomon was a giver. So that Solomon gave unto God, God began to bless him. I says God will give into good measure, pressed down, shaken together. He will send men into your life. Look at Queen of Sheba coming. Men, women, all those people coming into just want to bless this man. It was said that Queen of Sheba came with the gifts and the gift she came with was one mile long. There are people standing 1.6 miles in queue to give gifts to Solomon because he was generous unto God. But there's another scripture that says Solomon gave much more to Sheba than what she gave hallelujah that's a prophetic picture of Jesus you can never outgive God how much ever you give to God he will bless you beyond ask hallelujah beyond your asking he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than ask or think even imagine of dream the bible says there was no more spirit in queen sheba because of how much he ha, solomon blessed her come on he will quiet you with his love oh hallelujah nobody can stop god from loving you hallelujah he love givers give it to your wife pastor said give it to your husband give it to your children Give when you are in pain. Give, give when you are going through poverty. Give when you are going through incredible pressure. Give when you are stressed. Give when you are barren. Give when your people are accusing and slandering you. Give when they are trying to kill you. Give when your heart is broken. Give when the devil attacks you. Give when you are blessed. Giving should be a lifestyle for a Christian. Because your seed will cause breakthroughs to happen. Oh, noiseless breakthrough, noiseful breakthroughs, sudden breakthroughs, 
Hallelujah. Glory. Have a seasons. Come on. In Bible Acts of the Apostles 10, an apostolic ministry was revealed in, revealed in Cornelius' house because the Bible says his giving became alms giving became a memorial unto God. Wow. It will activate ministry of apostles. Some of us start have to start giving praise unto God. Some of you can't thank the Lord. You're stingy with it. Some people come to the way they stand in the church. Sometimes you think, my God, am I in Ezekiel's 37 chapter? Huh. Hallelujah. Blessings that come when you give. I'll say that, I'll finish it. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance of every good work. Hallelujah. All that you need in your life will be given to you when you give. All sufficiency. You'll never become insufficient. Verse 10 says, Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for, for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruit of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. The three things I said, multiply the seed that sow next time when God gives you a bigger seed to sow, to see a bigger harvest, number one. Number two, it will increase the fruits of your righteousness. Increase fruitfulness mm-hmm. of the righteous thing that you did. Number three, it says, be enriched in everything to all bountifulness. Bount, bountifulness. Number three. And number four, it says, it which causes through us thanksgiving to God. When you give, you are causing someone to say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. You are equipping somebody else. You are, you are making them see Jesus through your giving. And they are thanking the Lord because of you. And Next blessing to Corinthians 9.12 For the administration of this service not only supplied the want of, of the saints but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Many thanksgivings. When you see many thanksgivings cause you to be happy. Cause you to be prolong your life. Giving Givers will prolong their lives. The situation of death will be reversed. 1 Corinthians 18 the mother and child was going to commit suicide and a prophet come and said give me first and you give God first servants of God people who have God has appointed you to give what happened they bountifully prospered certain death traps was uprooted from their lives the mother and child become prosperous have out of out of nothing from from hardly a meal to prosperity because they it's not that one time giving they learn the principle the effect the law of giving it was said that in Luke 7 about J.R.'s daughter he was a person who has loved God and built a synagogue hallelujah that's why God healed her Amen. Delivered out of death. Pastor sir asked this question. If you can't trust God at his word about giving to him, how can you trust the Lord to resurrect you? 
on the last day can I trust you with this body how can you trust your that your soul is going to heaven we are scared to even give 10% unto God are you sure that you are really born again hallelujah Tonight, trust God with your giving. Let's close our eyes tonight in prayer. Hallelujah.